Everybody, this is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. We focus on stress. There's a reason for that because everybody's got it. Everybody feels it. The question is, what do you do with it? How do you get it handled so that you can be your best, do your best, and most importantly, feel your best in all areas of your life? And that's what we're all about right here on our podcast, Ask Dr. Gans. I'm your host, Bryn Griffiths, alongside the guy, the man, registered <laughs> psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. How are you doing today? Great, great. Always, always look forward to talking to you, Bryn. So this is always good, always fun for me. Hey, the, so. the, the topic today is managing uncertainty. I'm not really sure where we're going to go with this one today, but I'm going to let you fire away. Well, we're uncertain about it, right? So exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so look at it. The, the, the idea is this. Uh, uncertainty, we don't often think of it, but it is that, that, that situation of uncertainty is one of the most stressful things that any human can go through. Um, when we don't know what's going to happen, when we don't have an end in sight, when we don't know how things are supposed to proceed, it can be extremely, extremely stressful. And the problem is because most people don't even think about it in terms of uncertainty, it's hard to even get your hands around it or your finger on what it is that's bothering you. And so that just adds a whole another layer of stress. Now, you know, depending on when you're listening to this, um, we're dealing with a whole bunch of uncertainty in society right now, whether it's elections or, you know, dealing with like the, the pandemic or the shuts shutdowns or economic future. There's, there's always something that's not, um, settled, uh, you know, uh, the year 2000. And as we get into 2001, 2000, 2020 <laughs> and 2021, yeah. um, in those years, my bad, <laughs> um, you know, there's been a lot of uncertainty in all of these areas. And so we've all had to deal with this. And this is, you know, there was, there's been a lot of talk uh, around this time around COVID fatigue and or pandemic fatigue. And this is one of the, one of the causes is that we don't know. You don't know when things are going to change. You don't know if they're going to go back to normal. You don't know, you know, what is work going to look like uh, this, you know, what's the future going to look like for, the business or for, you know, just economically. And so all of these things do have a very negative effect on our well-being, our state of calm, our joy, and increases our level of stress. I have a friend who I went to high school with, in fact, more than high mm -hmm. school, elementary school. And she's very wound up about everything that's going on in the world. And there's mm -hmm. lots going on in the world, more than just COVID. See, we're mm -hmm. seeing how things have worked out in the U.S. over the last little while, and it's been it's been mm -hmm. crazy. However, in Canada, we don't really have any control over it yet. People still worry mm -hmm. about that. People worry about what's going on with the rollout of vaccines in every country. The question is, mm -hmm. how do you tell somebody that you just got to find a way to tune that out? It, that's the management part of uncertainty, and that's tough. It, it is. I mean, that's it's so it is that is one of the solutions is to kind of tune that stuff out. Um, you know, it, but, but truly the, 
the the fix is going to be learning to be at peace with uncertainty as it comes up. So it's it's kind of the difference that you know I think about like um, being on a lake that's really choppy, right? So there's lots of waves and wind and stuff like that. It's a difference between sort of being on a boat and holding on for dear life to try to ride, ride out the waves to, you know, get to shore or you, you know, pull out your windsurfer board and go and really enjoy yourself. Right. Um, in one situation you're surviving it, the other situation you're using it to have fun. And, and so being able to make peace with the idea that uncertainty exists and getting good at managing that is really the answer because you can't really avoid uncertainty. I mean, we can do certain things to help mitigate it. We can try to um, plan ahead. We can do a bunch of stuff, but there's that old saying, you know, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Right. And so it's like, there's always going to be something that shows up that we're not prepared for. And usually that thing doesn't always have an end. You know, it doesn't have a, a plan that comes with it. Right. And so we can see uncertainty as this opportunity for us to grow as people, as individuals. We can see uncertainty as this opportunity for us to make peace with the idea that we're not always in control. Um, and I've learned a long time ago that there's the stuff that we think we can control, we really can't control. And the stuff we think we don't have control over, we have a lot more control than we thought, yeah. right? And, and so it's a really just kind of re refocusing where our energy goes. And I think this is one of the, one of the real, I guess, benefits, how you can make the most out of any kind of situation where there's uncertainty involved. I've been told by numerous people that I have one thing that I do around New Year's or over the holidays. And that is I I become extremely reflective and Mm -hmm. I tend to look back at where I've been over the past 365 days. And then I project ahead to where I want to be over the next 365 days. And it may not match up because we don't really know mm-hmm. what's coming. But for me, right. it's, it's an opportunity to look and say, could I have done something different there? Or what mm-hmm. do I want to do in the upcoming year? But the biggest thing, and you just touched on it, for some strange reason, I can look back at 2020 and I can see, and I went through some unbelievably tough stuff, a cancer scare, mm-hmm. but yet mm-hmm. I can find some positive in the year I find a way to make the most of the most and I try to forget mm-hmm. the least stuff as as mm-hmm. fast as I possibly can, but not everybody can do that where they can just basically make the most out of something that was so crappy. Well, it's, it's a skill, right? It's not something you necessarily are born with, but it's something we can all develop. It's a, it's a way of, it's, it's a way of thinking. It's, it's practicing to think practicing, you know, one of the books I was reading called the gold mining. Right. If you if you go to um, try to figure get gold, you got to go through a lot of mud and rock and like you know fool's gold and different things like that until you actually get the gold. I didn't know this. I was listening to some a science show. They said, you know, all the gold that humans have extracted from Earth can fill like I don't know like three Olympic sized swimming pools or something like that. It's not a lot. There's not a lot of gold, but the gold is extremely valuable. And so gold mining is you go through a lot of shit to get the good stuff, right? Yeah. But the good stuff is worth all the shit you go through. And that's, that's, that's the idea, but that's, uh, that's, a we can learn to think that way. That's not something that we are either born with or we don't have it. Well, one of the ways of management for me is I default to my sense of humor. And, mm-hmm. and for a classic example is that when things get a little 
tumultuous or a little mm-hmm. rough, I tend to immediately go, oh, we got a small craft warning, which is a obviously a nautical <laughs> term for the fact that there's going to be a little bit of chop and there's going to mm-hmm. be a little rough seas here. But just me going, oh, we got a small craft warning, come, we all start to lessen our tension level a little bit and we start to laugh yep. a little bit about, okay, well, we'll get through this somehow, but everybody's got to find their little niche or the one thing that's their strength and then just build off of it, I figure. Yeah, absolutely. I think humor is one of the best ways to manage any of that stuff, right? And we can develop, again, develop a sense of humor, develop a way, uh, an ability to laugh at ourselves and laugh at the situation, right? Because in most situations, we're going to be able to, you know, once enough time passes, we'll be able to look back on it and maybe laugh at it. But at the very least, it's not going to be as urgent or as dramatic as it is when we're going through it. So, you know, if we can, kind of fast forward a little bit or look ahead and say, okay, this is going to make a great story for the kids, right? <laughs> or, or whatever it is, uh, and we can get through it. It helps us get through it in the moment, right? Um, another thing that is a really helpful, powerful uh, strategy to get through uncertainty is create certainty where you can, okay? Okay. So this, this is just, it's, it's going to sound really like these things are not connected. But if, if we're dealing with, let's say, okay, so the pandemic uncertainty and economic uncertainty and, you know, political uncertainty that we're all dealing with right now as we're taping this. Um, if I go and I say, you know what, for the next six days, I'm going to go around my neighborhood and pick up garbage. And I'm going to do that every day for an hour. And, you know, I'm going to also, you know, once a week, I'm going to go down to, you know, the soup kitchen. I'm going to volunteer or I'm going to drop off, um, drop off something at a neighbor's house for them to eat, or I'm going to make sure that whenever I go to somewhere where there's somebody serving, I'm going to smile and look the service people in the eye, whatever you're taking charge. And this is what I was saying before. We have a lot of control. Where we don't think we have control. And this is one of those places we have control. We don't always, uh, we're not always aware of it, but taking control over those little things helps to fill that, that, that I guess you'd call it a, a control bank or uncertainty bank so that when we have to deal with the uncertainty in other areas of our lives, we have something in the bank to be able to deal with that with emotionally. And so it helps us to have that, that sense of autonomy, that sense of agency in our own lives. Something like I'm going to go to bed at the same time every, every night, I'm going to work out at this time or so many times a week whatever we can do that we have some control over is going to help us to manage uncertainty in a totally unrelated part of our lives much better. That place that you're talking about, I refer to it as my mission control. It's the, it's the one place that handles all that kind of stuff for me. Mm-hmm. And like I said, my humor gets me through an awful lot of it, but for some strange reason, well, you know what? I think it's the cancer thing for me is that I don't, mm-hmm. I worry more about the next week than I worry about the next mm-hmm. month. So what I've done is I've been able to, manage the uncertainty to instead of on a larger scale, I've, I've basically dumbed it down to a week where I just get through the week. And, and the other thing I'm finding yeah. is that when, when I do that now, the weeks are blowing by. Yeah. Well, and, and the other thing I'd say too, is cause you know, I've known you for a while. I would say that you've really embraced the uncertainty because you can't just think about your week without panicking about the future, if you haven't dealt with the whole idea that, you know what, none of us really know what's going to happen. And like, you know, those of us who've gone through big things like a cancer experience or, or anything like that, 
it's really evident to us that, you know, I wasn't planning for this and it showed up. So, okay, well, I guess I don't really need to worry about that. I'll just deal with what's in front of me and make the best out of that because I really don't know what's coming and I'm not supposed to know what's coming. No one actually knows what's coming anyway. We just fool ourselves into thinking we know. And that's, that's the truth, you know? So how do we, how do we condition ourselves a little bit to kind of dumb it down? I, I know that that sounds really I, like I'm trying to simplify it a little bit, but there've got to be little techniques or tricks that we can do to just try to forget about what am I going to Oh my goodness. I, I, I see nothing but problems coming in July. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. It's yeah, yeah. January. Yeah. So I, I, I go back to, uh, 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 what, uh, Mm, I'm blanking I, on the dude's I name, man. You. I finally stumped you on something. <laughs> yeah. So Mark Twain, yeah, that's the guy. So Mark Twain, a Mark Twain quote that that just kind of comes back to me a lot. And it's, it's you know, he said, I, in my life, I've been a man of many troubles, 90% of which were self-inflicted or were, were, were never happened, right? Yeah. So, you know, they we make up worry. We... We, you know, we worry about stuff that is not even, we don't know, we don't know what July is going to bring. You might win the lottery before then. You know what I mean? Who knows what's coming? But this is, this is, um, this is what we do. And another mentor of mine said, uh, worry is a misuse of imagination, right? And I said, okay, that's, that's very true. So it, it is, it is a little bit of a discipline to teach your brain to think in a different way. And what I would say is when you catch yourself worrying, Remind yourself, yes, thank you, my brain, for trying to keep me safe and keep me out of trouble, but that's not really something I need to think about right now. What I'd like to think about is this. So it's not enough to stop the worry when it's happening. You also have to refocus your brain to something more positive. And so that's, that's another strategy, which is find a bigger thing. Find something that's more interesting to think about, and it might be, you know, a goal you have, like, you know, to, to build a certain habit in your life. It might be a cause that's important to you. It might be something that is, you know, meaningful for you and your family, but finding something that you can focus on when that worry comes up to say, okay, no, you know what? Thanks. I appreciate you reminding me that this thing is out there in, in July. I'd like to focus on, you know, this third week in February now and like just kind of think about what I'm going to do here for this person or this to move my life forward in this way. And and that way you're training your brain to shut up <laughs> sometimes yeah. when it starts to, to go in that direction, but then also um, look for things that are more interesting. And then I'd, I'd add one more thing. The other thing is if, if there's something that you're, you're actually worried about, like right now, there's a lot of, I don't know, mean spirited stuff happening in the world. Um, people are saying things that are not necessarily nice on social media and different things like that. Add the energy that's missing. So if you're dealing with harshness, add kindness. If you're dealing with, um, with anger, um, bring some peace. Um, you know, you're never going to go wrong when you bring love to any kind of situation. Right. And so really think about the energy that's missing and bring that energy to whatever the situation is. And even if it's not applied directly to that situation, just put it out there in the universe, you will feel better. Even if the external circumstances don't actually change, they, they yeah. likely will, 
But, but even if they don't, you will feel better. Your experience will be better. You'll be in a better headspace and you'll be able to think your way through whatever else comes at you coming up. 15 years ago, I was struggling with managing uncertainty to the point where it was affecting my sleep. And I mm-hmm. can't remember where I learned this little technique. And you tell me if it's just uh, bogus or not, but it's working for me. So I guess it isn't. Mm-hmm. But what I started to do at night was I would lie down and I would think about winning $50 million in a lottery. Nice. And what somebody told me to do is start figuring out how, while you're lying there trying to relax at night, spend it. Spend it all. Uh-huh. Like, oh, maybe, I, maybe I'd like to be living in Costa Rica in a little place down by the ocean. Oh, man, that looks great. So we're back again to positive visualization, I guess, in some ways mm-hmm. as well, which was able to help mm-hmm. me manage uncertainty. I never spent all that $50 million. I was well asleep by the time I got to $25 million. But what it did was it gave me something fun to think about instead yes. of everything else that I'm thinking about. Exactly. That's, you know, that's just another example of what I was talking about earlier about changing sort of what your focus is. And that's exactly right. Instead of worrying, since your mind's going to be active anyway, might as well point in a direction that's fun. And, and what that is, is it's, you know, the technical or psychological jargon term for that is like, um, state management, right? You're managing your state by, by focusing on something fun, like spending $50 million. Right. So, you know, your, your state going to bed was anxiety, worry, and now your state is celebration and calm and, and you know what I mean? Like excitement and which is a way better way to fall asleep. It's a way better state to be in generally. It's way better for your physiology. And that's, you know, I remember we were talking about that when you're, you know, heading into surgery, right? About the importance of being in a good headspace when you're going into surgery and when you're going into recovery and stuff like that. And so there was a lot of work around state management that, that we did. And that's, that's exactly, that's exactly it. So managing your state, even if it's just a made up thing, like spending $50 million, you would at a lottery. It's like, it doesn't matter what it is. The fact is you're going to be, you're going to feel better because your mind is thinking about better stuff. I just would like to get to the end where I've spent it all, but I've never made it that far. I'm usually out like a light by that point. Okay. Now look, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and talk about managing uncertainty, how do they get a hold of you? Tell everybody how they can reach you. The best way to, to, to check me out is go to my website. That is askdrgans.com. Ask, A-S-K, Dr. D-R, Gans, G-A-N-Z, or G-A-N-Z, uh, .com. AskDrGans.com. Yeah, go there. Check out the website. There's tons of stuff on there. There's other resources that people can check out, um, things you can pass on to your friends and family. Um you know, drop me a line. Uh, if you have a, uh, a request about what you think would be cool to hear on the podcast or, um, get some information on, you know, different, different ways to make your life better and to manage stress. So love to see you there. Love to hear from you. Thanks for your time today. We appreciate it as always. Great stuff. And, uh, we'll talk to you coming up soon. Okay. Yep. See you guys later. All right. One, two, three. Listen. Listen.